And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. She's a writer showrunner who, now that the strike is over, will have to stop terrorizing the community of Nantucket Island with her pointed yet humorous picket signs. It's Robin Shore. And she's a writer showrunner who, now that the strike is over, will have to spend less time hiding in piles of grass in our backyard. It's Wendy Molyneux. Chef Jeff is here to congratulate the writers, but remind them that they're all still a bunch of huge nerds. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little German chocolate cakes. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Stephen Blackwood. And yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff over there. You can get bonus episodes of my Patreon podcast, The Friend Zone. Uh, you can text me and I'll text you back. You can submit carbohydrates and more. And if you opt for an annual subscription, you get two months free. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I would like to say hello to my guests, Wendy Molino. Hello. Hi there. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Robin Shore, hello. Hello. It's nice to be here too with Wendy. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Is this the first time you guys have been on the show together? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Although wow. we met, we did see each other at the, the farmer's, farmer's market. market. Oh, and we talked <laughs> at the same time that? already, apparently. <laughs> we saw each other at the farmer's market for a friend's birthday earlier this year. Yep. So, yep. so it's kind of the same. You guys, wait, I want, hang on. Yeah. Oh, one sorry. second. Daniel, hello. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. Jeff Fox, hello. Hi, Allison. Wah, wah. <laughs> okay, wait. You went to the farmer's market for a friend's birthday? Like, that was the birthday activity? We have a friend who has his birthday party at the farmer's market every year, which is kind of a genius thing to do. Yeah, the one at the Grove where there's oh, bars. The, there's a bar the there. Bar. I thought you meant, yeah. like, an and, actual farmer's market. Like, like, kale stand. Right. We just walk it around. <laughs> just take you a sample buy, Everybody buys the bread. <laughs> I like the idea yeah. of a crowd of people just walking around. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah. it... Didn't you buy a jar like the- of peppers you're never going to use, and you celebrate yeah. your friend Brian. Yeah. Or if it was the kind of street fair like they had in New York, you'd like buy a bulk pack of socks. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, what's that? I don't know about that. So there were. Street- I know what socks are. <laughs> they go. They go under your shoes, Ooh. over your feet. Ooh. Okay. How have you under been your doing shoes? It? Socks go like inside your shoes. Oh. I always when I I usually put them in my mouth. Grandma <laughs> <laughs> men. Yes. We don't need to know all that. Um. Yeah. There were street fairs frequently in New York, Robin. When you lived there, there oh were yeah, yeah. They just sell Tons. socks. Well, furniture. It was always oh. like crap, and yeah. it was always kind of the same. Yeah. It was like incense. Yes. Were and then there was like a hoc? bad a were, bad band playing. Was well, it like an ad hoc thing of people just setting up tables and selling their junk? Sort More of. Or less. But they should shut down the street to traffic. So yeah. there was had to be some permitting involved. Hmm. But it was like it was exciting until you get there and you're like, I don't want any of this. Right. This is all someone else's shit. There should be auditions to be at a street fair. Yes. <laughs> like show me your product. Let's do Shark Dink, but for street fairs. Yes. Yes. Because I, I wanna I, I think we could make some of these stands better. We could make them sell more. We could help them. 
I feel like they lost the eye of the tiger years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the thrill of the hunt, thrill of the chase. Yeah. Um, the tiger, it's the thrill of the fight. The, the fight. fight. Yes. He's not hunting. They're fighting. They're fighting. Rocky. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have a friend. Yeah. Yeah. We, just we have, have a friend. friend. <laughs> yeah, we share him. Whose turn great. is it? Do you share by week or how does it work? It's 70 30. So mm-hmm. she has him <laughs> all week. I get him Tuesdays and Wednesdays after work. Is that disorienting so, for him to have to go back and forth? Yeah, and then I get every other weekend. Okay. So oh. Robin has seventy. We we started out nesting with him. Yeah. <laughs> so Wendy and I would move in and out to the yeah. farmers and market. leave Brian. <laughs> but there. it was hard because I had my family too. They were yeah. like, "Why do you move in with one guy for a part of the week?" And I was like, yeah. "Mind your own fucking business." <laughs> Seriously. Um. But yeah. But then I got us. a. D- yeah. Then I had to get a divorce from that family and and started nesting. <laughs> there and sharing out to it just right. got really complicated yeah. where mostly i would just sit outside all week because yeah. i didn't know where to go yeah wendy and i communicate on a co-parenting app we have a I've co-parenting never app called family wizard <laughs> and because we were fighting all the time all the time about him because he went well like for instance he had a cello performance and robin wouldn't mm-hmm. bring the cello back to the nesting it's apartment too it's too big <laughs> even though he had a performance so of course he felt upset he showed up at right, the philharmonic right. with no cello because his other friend wouldn't bring it for him mm-hmm. that's it's well, hard to explain that to your boss at the philharmonic you know but <laughs> oh well, i wrote him at the philharmonic i wrote him yeah he's a really good cello player <laughs> really good cello player yeah. And, and I was like, we maybe you know, I was like, I can't have this in the house. Uh-huh. I'm worried that it's going to I'm just worried about it. Yeah. And, and and I wouldn't let him have it. So I gave it to out of the closet and out water. She gave away even though he's a professional cello player. She yeah. gave it away. So well, I don't think she should have 70 percent custody. Of this <laughs> right. I'm surprised because... she got 70 custody. 70% custody well, to begin with. Well, she fucked the judge, oh, to be honest. What? She it's fucked true. the judge. He's the best, though. He's great. The that, judge? We're also yes. both now He's fucking the judge and sharing him. Yes, we nest with the, the judge. judge. Yeah. We nest with the judge in his chambers. But, and he's very fair. He doesn't feel right. like he really likes fair. one of us over the other. He's incredibly impartial. A, he's very impartial and married. He also has a wife. Yeah, so a, that's complex. With his wow. With his wife. No one talks about the strategy of how to get away with crime, which right. is fuck the judge. Fuck the judge. Always, yeah. you guys always fuck the judge you find out where he lives or where she lives usually the judge is like if you see them on tv or in the movies they go in and it's like everyone else in the show is hot and then you go to the judges yeah judge is like a grumpy man big robe it's like job of the hut just needs to get laid yeah yeah you go in and it's like just like a guy laying on a thing or whatever like job of the hut Uh did you know although job of the hut fucked but were you Oh, yeah. It is sexy to have sex in chambers. Chambers. Were you guys attracted to the judge, though? Oh, yeah. To the power? I mean, are you kidding me? When you get to say your honor? And he left. He leaves the robe on, which is helpful. And uses the gavel. It's just the robe. And there's a whole... The the robe has a glory hole. Oh! (laughs) So... That's what they call it. People don't a glory hole robe. Yeah. But they've always had that from the beginning. So like early judges in early like colonial America. Yeah, when were they invented also... justice. I, I, yeah. Did you guys hear this? This has been amusing me all day. You know how Trump is on trial for fraud today? Oh, no, sure. He's and like uh, he doesn't have a jury trial. Do you know why? Why? Because his defense team forgot to check the box requesting jury. They they totally planned for Whoa. jury. And then, so and then they're like, where's the jury? Trial. And they're like, you didn't 
request a jury, and so now he has a judge. Best and the brightest. That well, I hope he's listening to this podcast because, yeah, because you guys offered some tips. to fuck him. Yeah. And Maybe he will. I mean, I don't know. You never know. Probably should. Wait, who's this Brian that you guys share? Brian Gaddis. Brian Gaddis, wonderful actor, mm-hmm. wonderful friend. Really funny guy. He's been on Bob's. He's been on Great North. Yeah. He's, yeah, he did he's di- very He funny. was on Diary of a Future President. His partner <laughs> is also a very good actor. Con- His partner, Connor, Connor, and I went to college together, so that's yeah. how I know Brian. I have to say, since listeners might be thinking it right now, people have brought up to me in comments before. They think you guys have very similar voices. Oh, really? Uh-oh. Yes, not after hearing you together, but no. like hearing but you, know you what? What separately. What? So when I came in the house, uh, uh, Robin was sitting around the corner talking, and I thought it was Wendy. Whoa, Wendy! I'm sorry. That's bad news for you because no. my voice. No, she's sucks. a voice actor. No, but like my normal nasal Jewish voice, like gets made fun of a lot. I have a nasal voice too, so maybe that's what the okay. resemblance is. I've always had a kind of a adenoidal kind okay. of voice. Yeah. So now maybe that I could drop a little deeper for this one. I don't, I don't yeah. think we sound that much like, but then again, I don't really know what my voice sounds like. I don't listen to myself back a lot because I'm embarrassed of myself and I don't glory in hearing myself mm. talking. So I don't totally know that much. I know how I sound on Bob's, but that's very thin. It's like I'm doing a voice when I do that character. That's the only one I've ever heard. So I'm listening now, trying to listen through the audience's ears. Because I have never thought it myself when I've heard Robin talking or heard Wendy talking. I've never thought it. But then I sort of mm. get it when they But now that I'm hearing the two of you, Jeff, what do you think? I, There's at, a bit of a similarity. At first I thought so. And then when you're talking to each other, it gets similar. But when you were both talking to Allison, ah. then there was some space mm. between them. I think mm. my voice is more thin. Like that's the whole th- reason... That I'm that character on pause is because it's like this. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just a very, it's like thin. I think of it as like not a, not a robust voice. It's kind quack. Of- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What? Is- <laughs> okay. This is my new favorite drop. Did you know that apparently ducks can put half their brain to sleep and like, so that they are like kind of always awake so oh. that they're not, you know, sitting case- prey. Yes. So we were talking about this, and then Robin said, "Quack." That's the duck falling asleep. That's half of the quack. Oh. And then the other part is like quack, like it's competing with itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I need that. Is a robust quack. No. I'm just can you do a thin quack? Quack. Yeah. See, that's what quack. I think. I'm more like like I can barely. I barely want to be visible <laughs> so my voice reflects that but maybe i'm wrong i need to find out if this is true that ducks can really put half their brain to sleep because i started watching started as a tiktok channel called duncan ducks because oh. like the duck likes something from dunkin donuts or something yeah. and it's this woman or so i thought who has a whole bunch of ducks they're like mini ducks which i didn't even know existed they're they like can fit in the oh how, what would you say? They're like two thirds well, the size of what you imagine a white yeah, duck is, I would say, like or like half. Thing. Yeah, they're really cute. Um, she has their, and they're named and they're adorable. And I'm a real duck fan. Great. So then I followed her over to Instagram. And then at some point, I don't know how long this has been going on, but like when she started her channel, she was 17. Whoa. So when I say I was, I'm taking duck info from a woman. 
It's actually, I think it might be a girl. But anyway, she's the one who said they can put their bra- half their brains to sleep. I believe her. A 17-year-old who's been studying ducks? That's better yeah. than... That's, that's like a 13-year-old who knows women, about horses. You know, believe women. Believe women. I'm part, being part of the problem. I, yes. I literally believe everything women say now. Yeah. No good. matter what it is. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. Uh, that's how woke I am. Do you believe me? <laughs> I wish that I wish I had done that one. Yeah. Do you believe me and Wendy mm-hmm. when we say our husband is the same person who's a judge? Why would Wait, I doubt yes. that? Okay. Wait, you married him? <laughs> I did. Oh, no, this I is thought, bad news for me. I'm so I didn't sorry. Know you got married. He. He, he married, married us. Yeah. Uh, you guys. No, that he did the sense. ceremony oh, wait, too. Can judges do that. They can just marry. <laughs> they marry themselves to anyone, whether that person wants to or not. <laughs> they have that yeah, could, everyone. That's what happened, Wendy. They if don't. they get you well, to both look in the mirror, fault, and then he, he can marry right. himself in the that's mirror. That's the witness. Yeah, yeah I. He forced me to marry him. Oh, um, I'm sorry. It's well. fine. It's cool. I mean. It's fine. Yeah. As long I mean, as- I do have another family, so I guess it's. I have you Brian, mean yours? My family, right? And the judge, yeah, which is a lot. But wait, you guys have a co-parenting app you use that helps yeah, you get family along. Family wizard, family wizard. <laughs> and how does this help with things? It's just so like we don't have co- to communicate uh, with each other. What a third right? party! It's we. There's yeah. a third party involved. I think a wizard. So. I do know someone who uses one of those and. The person they have to communicate with is an absolute piece of shit. One of the worst pieces of shit on earth who I could just absolutely. Yeah, he's a bad person. But it's funny because it's like now they're supposed to communicate on that. And he's just a piece of shit on that. Like, right. it's not any different. Is there oversight on the app, though? That's like, a, I don't There's really a wizard. Know. We use the illegal <laughs> one that you don't have to pay for. So oh. ours is, yeah, it's illegal. It's, uh, you, yeah, you, it's, uh, it's, it's, and there's a lot of trolls come on <laughs> and get involved. You know, there's a lot of, yeah. like, you'll be communicating about your friend or your judge. <laughs> and then a troll will come on there and just, like, put up a dick pic and, right. a, bunch of, and a bunch of racist memes. <laughs> and you're like, so wait, hold rude. on. But, we're trying to but raise, we don't have yeah. to pay. Otherwise, you have to pay, like, $1.99 right. if, a month. Right. And we're not going to pay It's not that. worth no. it. No, it's not worth it. But it's, yeah, I've seen a lot is of that dicks just, Is it just Twitter? <laughs> it's it's it is owned by Family Wizard is owned by Elon Musk. He's the wizard in question. I think Elon Musk is the third party who's as oversight of us. Yeah, he's the one that's like he's probably us. putting all that stuff. Up yeah. There. Wait, yeah. when you say it's illegal, like how do you mean the app is illegal? It's Ill- it's banned. <laughs> It's banned in this country. It's a dark web app. <laughs> it's a yes. It's a web. It's, a dark it's an web app okay. that could be used for a lot of different group things, and we oh, use okay. it for group parenting. Yeah, fa- family I wizard see. is yeah. So, group parenting, sex trafficking. Yeah, you know whatever. I think the cartels use it. Yeah, to it's move encrypted to move fentanyl. Yes, <laughs> family wizard. <laughs> <laughs> com. Okay, have I genuinely you- think the one that. The person I know has to use is called Family Wizard. <laughs> this is a but different then, like, Family Wizard. But then it's, different family wizard. it's spelled W I X L L M N O P Z A R D. Oh wow! But pronounced Family Wizard. Family Wizard. The letters in the middle are all silent. <laughs> but like for real, if you use a parenting app, and I don't know if any of us know the answer to this, is there like it's? Let's just say it's me. I don't have an ex husband, but let's say I had an ex husband with a kid. And I need, and it's contentious, so I can't really communicate with him directly. And I'm like, Billy's going to be ready at three o'clock. 
Is there a person that we're texting to who's then texting? That's to what the I'm wondering too. Do you know person? Wendy? I wonder if it's like non-deletable or something. Oh, uh, I'm wondering because I literally haven't asked my friend yeah, who has to use it think- why they use it. I think it is because I think texts and things like that are, are more like private and it's not a public. website. It's, it's, mm-hmm. You've got eyes on it. So you or can't say it's, things it's, that Maybe you, you can't delete off of it, I'm guessing, so that if somebody's being a piece of shit, like this piece of shit, it's just exists <laughs> on there being shitty. It's Can the non-delete, you- but it's. I think it's also like... You can't intimidate, bully, or try to manipulate. Right, it has because, rules. Probably. Well, because people are watching, and right. so it's exposed. So there are people watching. Somewhere. There's yeah. like, I'm not sure, but I don't think that a third party is. Right. That would be really. a fun job for me. <laughs> I would love to be the oversight person on a family mm-hmm. wizard app and just be like, "This guy is out of bounds. He's out of bounds, and she's right." Or or reverse it and just be like, right. "And you'd just be thinking this in your head, though." No, I I type it to them. I'd be like, "You guys, like, it's so obvious why you got divorced. Like, she's such a bitch." <laughs> um, or vice versa, like he's a dirtbag. You know, mm-hmm. I would like to just be able to text all divorced parents my thoughts on their marriage you should start an app i i will i yeah, will my thoughts my wizard. thoughts <laughs> my thoughts wizard <laughs> when did wizarding i guess harry potter but like when did it become so popular in non-wizard circumstances for example there's like baby name wizard yeah. which i think is an I think app it's an early that? it was like a computer thing and it's why like- are Wizards so positive and witches are seen as oh. it's not baby name witch that right feels like that's a curse true. but witches and wizards are supposed to be the flip side of the coin family witch yeah family, family witch, witch. every family has be. one yeah you can be family witch i'll be family witch and i'll be like you guys suck and you should have gotten divorced witches are very positive in our house with our son yeah and it's uh not negative in our house hey there's been yeah. no witch talk positive. of the no, but curse that fully, we put on ourselves. Do you know about the expecting. Burbank witch? No. <laughs> okay, so how long have you lived in Burbank? You don't know about <laughs> the Burbank time. witch. Uh, how many years ago did this start? Like three, two, maybe two or three. It started because at his preschool they have some tree where if they do something or other, then like cookies appear the next day, and he was so excited about it. And I don't know. Somehow, I decided <clears throat> we can do something like that at home. So we came up with the burp. We I came up with the Burbank witch who leaves them a present or something. Allison was like, uh, do something. I don't know it what might it have, wanted him to it do. Might have, I, it might have been a bribe. It yeah, might have it been like trying like, to. If you do this. Like brush uh, your teeth or something. Then, then the Burbank witch will leave you a present. And then she's like, okay, good night, honey. And then I have to like come up with the thing that is left and everything. And, and then, it also involves a letter from the Burbank witch, which Daniel has written each year. He did. This the first year we did this. He the first night it was like intoxicating for him, and so he he did it like several nights. And so every night I'm like, we were like going through notes. our own items to figure out what we could give him because we didn't have like fresh gifts. And then at the end yeah. of that year, I was like, um, you know, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to go away. Uh, but you know, uh, on Halloween, I didn't want this to be like an every day of October sort of situation, mm-hmm. and uh. Daniel has been very upset that I created this. I just, there's going to come a time when he realizes that we've been lying about all this shit. And I don't know if he's going to take it very well. 
That's part of growing up. But yeah, yeah. there's an app for it. <laughs> I mean, What's it called? Yeah. Wizard Wizard? Crushing your dr- the crushing your dreams wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Have you well, you must have been through this with your older or with some of your kids, right? Yeah. How'd it go? The oldest one finding out there's not magical beings. Yeah. They absorbed it from their peers. And so by the time I asked, I said, so do you know, what do you think about Santa? And he's like, I know. And we Aww. were like, oh, when did you know? He's like, well, last year I kind of guessed. And this year I know. And it wasn't. Wasn't a like you? No. How could you? When I think about it, it didn't sound like I was like to my parents, like you fucking liars, <laughs> fucking pieces of crap. Like, I mean, you just absorb it. You, you begin to rationally understand. But there's a lot of things like just comes along with figuring the world out I right think, but like yeah I he's, mean your parents were being nice in inventing these he's things, starting so. to well so Owen has something that he needs to give up the his pacifier his pacifier and so there's this thing that we bought books and these books talk about the uh pacifier fairy which is not something I'd ever heard of which is basically you tell the kid put it all your pacifiers in this envelope and then the pacifier fairy will come and give you a uh, present or and give them to kids, to babies who need them or something. Yeah, yeah, give them to babies who need the pest fries. And um, and so we've tried that with Owen. Like, hey, you know, and Elliot knows that there is no pacifier fairy. And he knows that we have something that we will give him if he gives up the pacifier. And oh. there's this kind of like, if you're lying about that, you can kind of see the gears yeah, the turning a little. Um, but. You know, there there is that point. I remember you finding out and not, you know, telling your parents because you don't want the gravy train to stop. So you pretend, <laughs> mm, you know. So. Yeah, right. You see how much joy it gives your parents. Yeah, exactly. You're doing it for them. So, Wendy, mm-hmm. you. So I was a guest on These Are Those Tapes, which is Wendy and mm-hmm. Dave's improv podcast. Oh. The best time. Uh, but off air, you said that you are trying to go to bed earlier. Yes. How is this going for you? Because last I... night I went to bed at 10. What? Oh my gosh. Great. Great. Oh. And don't you feel great? Although I will PM? say the two nights, I know. What? The two nights before we went, what did we do? We had two nights out. So I went out. Oh, first I went out with some moms on Friday night and we went to Don Cuco and wild you know, got very wild mm. and stay, then I didn't go to bed till like midnight maybe or but I went out and then the next night we went on again what because my friend had a show at 10 o'clock at the Elysian I think you had mentioned mm. this so yes. we went out twice in a row so I did go to bed at 10 but I was proud of myself that I went then I went then I was like I'm going to bed I'm gonna get eight hours of sleep and so you did it I did it do you feel good no <laughs> I'm just old, you know. I think an old person such as myself should sleep 12 to 17 hours I a agree night. with you. So, I agree. And oh, what I would agree. really like to do is go to bed at 1 in the morning and sleep till 10 or 11. Like That's a normal right. yes. person. That's, That's right. the yes. downside of parenting is you have to change into someone who, if you want to sleep, has to go to bed at 10 yeah. like a fucking nerd. It's a it great time to go to bed. Now, I'm a big fan of hate it. it. Hate did it. Did you... Yeah. Robin is hate a morning it. person. Did you oh. get in bed and like go to bed or did you like look at your phone for an hour and a half like I would? We... Well, Milo got... went. Our oldest went to bed at nine. So then we watched some show and then I was like, time for bed and went to sleep. But I was tired. No, I can't like put my... Like get in bed and go to sleep. That's psychotic. <laughs> Right. You yeah, get that in bed is and you watch a show or you look at TikTok or whatever. 
right. for at least 45 minutes. Yes. So you have, that's the trick. You got to get in the bed at like 9.15 yeah. mm-hmm. if you want to go to bed Right. Oh, 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 you got in bed at 9. Oh, mean. yeah. Once Milo went to bed, I was that. like, I'm getting in bed. Look at me. Yeah. And did Jeff get in bed at the same time? He did. Amazing. I see, Daniel. And then the judge called. I think that's a good. Step. Oh boy, yeah. Getting into the bed is the key. I feel like getting into the bed right. is key. I pee like forty-five times before I actually fall asleep. Sure, yeah. So I have to leave time for all that back and forth, <laughs> and I have to leave time to pretend to read my the book that I'm reading mm-hmm. at least to just like not feel bad about it. So you, yeah, you have to leave yourself time. I have found that since COVID, if I have a lot of stuff to do the next day, I have a, mm-hmm. lo- I have a lot of anxiety about it. This is I, just since COVID? Yeah. It's like if I have like two things the next day, oh, like yeah. speaking of even during the strike, like if it was like pick it and then get your nails done before the reunion, I would be like, so like, it's just, I have to get in bed a lot earlier now. What reunion? Hey. Well, this coming Thursday, I'm leaving for my college reunion. Oh, my gosh. Is Connor going? No, he's two years ahead of me. Oh, okay. Um, But I think he went two years ago. Okay. Um, I wish he was going. But my, I, and I actually don't want to go, but my nephew is now at the college I went to, so that'll be really special to see him there, but it's, they're, I guess what I'm saying is that's a wrap on reunions. There's only so many reunionings reunitings you can really do you know jeff i keep sniffing into the mic can you make sure to turn that up in the mix (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i'm doing that well probably because my nose is running okay um this is your call what year college reunion 25 wow have you been to any college reunion before yes i was at the 20th how was it the mo it was so fun i don't want to go to this one (laughs) like it was so much fun that I just, I feel like we did it and I don't feel the need to try and repeat that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just like, it's just in a way, I would say it's almost too emotional for me to go mm-hmm. back there because I just like had the best time and like learned in college. In college, yeah. that like, I, I just want to kind of leave. I don't know how much you can go back personally. Now, have you coordinated with people that you went to college with to make sure they're going, et yes. cetera? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wendy, have you been? So Wendy and I went to college I know. Together. Have you been to any of the reunions? I haven't. But as I said, I just saw our friend Jessica from college and she did go to the last one. She did. And I said, maybe I'll go to the next one. I feel like now I'm old enough. Who cares? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think, I, but I've never, and I'm going to my high school reunion this weekend. Whoa. I went to my high school reunion. I've never been to one. I got talked into it and I was like, I guess I'll go. And then my friend who I thought was the least likely person to go, I was on the fence. And then she texted me and she's like, are you going? Because it's a different Allison, obviously. But Al- this other Allison is like who telling is me this I should other go. Allison? Um, and I'm nesting with her too. Um, <laughs> I share two Allisons and you guys nest me. That's yes, what I've so that's what we, that's right. such a good setup. Me. It's a, yeah. I go back a, and forth between you and this other Allison, but no, this, my friend said that this other girl, Allison, that she's still friends with, like talked her into going and I was like, you're going. And then I was like, okay, I'll go with you. Cause I have to have your back. Yeah. You know, so we're going, I mean, but nothing's going to happen. You just feel like, cause when you think of high school, you're like, I better get a friend. Yes. Right. Yes. Like, I better get a fucking friend to go with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> we like, should, we should write a group book about reunions and how to go and call it. Are you going? Cause that's the only yes. thing you care about is are your friends going? You're yeah. not going to go alone. 
And, and I'm going to go a little late so that most people will have been drinking yeah, a lot already. So, smart. so then I can just get in the mix for like, and then if I, I'm like 45 minutes later, I'm like, nope, then I can leave. Mm-hmm. Where or, are they holding it? Oh, <laughs> down in, down near the beach, down okay. near where, I went, where I went to school. So I went to our one of the college reunions. It was many years ago. Could it have been like 15? I don't remember. But I remember um, Tamara. That was one of your friends, right? Mm -hmm. She came up and she's like, have you seen Wendy? And I said, I don't think she's at this one. But that was not a story worth retelling. We just just wanted to know 15 years ago, she wondered where you were. Not 15. However many it was. 10? I don't know. Um, But yeah, if you're going to go to the next college one, I'll go. You, me, Jessica. We'll talk Caroline into it. We'll We'll get the whole group. There weren't that many people... Like, I don't think any of my good, good friends were there. There were a lot of people I knew. Right. But, um, yeah, I feel like it has to do with the getting the right group of people. But then also, like we were talking about inside, I had friends, and I think you did too, who are older. So it's like they really should mm-hmm. do like four years at a time. You're right. Not like – I think they do like, you know, people who graduated. It's like five-year spans. Right. Yeah. I think they did that for my high school. They were like, if you graduated between like 92 and 94, come to the Sagebrush Cantina Sunday night. See, that's smart because then <laughs> that it's a bunch smart, of people. Then, yeah, there's yeah. more people. Um, but I had gone to that Young Actors Space reunion right. earlier in August, and that was so um, mind-blowing to me for many different reasons that I just feel like you have – a reunion requires a certain level of energy. And I yes. oh sorry. I totally had that energy in mid August. I do not have it now. And it also is requiring me to get on a plane. Yeah. So I, yeah. you know, there's like I'm excited I'll I'll be so happy once I'm there. But you know, I'm now, just what do you mean by a certain amount of energy? Because I, I nodded like, yes, I understand that, but then I'm like, well, there's a few different ways you could mean that. Just so you have to have a lot of social energy mm, because true. there's a lot of people, you know, mm. that you're mingling with. There's a lot of saying hi, pretending you remember people that you don't. Um, I think for me, I, I have a lot of misplaced maternal energy that I put towards my nieces and nephews because I don't have children. And I'm I feel like I'm going to freak out when I see my nephew there because I'm obsessed with him. Mm. And like so like it's just going to be like I'm going to be ex- a week from today. I'm going to be like bury me in the ground. Mm. But will you fine. have a thin voice. Yeah, I'll be so yeah. tired. Yeah, I'll, I'll just be <laughs> me tired. like I'll me be like. What's going on? Tired. Getting to bed at 10. Where's my nap wizard? I've said this on the show before, but everyone I mentioned that I was going to my high school reunion, their reaction was, why? That sounds awful. Oh, my God. Why would you ever do that? Have you encountered this reaction? No, because you guys are the only ones who know now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Our little secret, and I'm going to kill you all at the end of this. Oh, and then no. I'm still going to go to it. So I don't know is, why I killed you. Is uh, is Jeff going with you? Yeah. Okay. I did not bring Daniel. The best thing you ever did for me. Thank yes. You. <laughs> and I was surprised that most, there weren't that many spouses there. Mm. Maybe it'll be different Maybe for Maybe people yours. want to go wild, you know? That's oh, what I was yeah. wondering. Yeah. Rekindle. Yes. Maybe they're thinking of rekindling. Perhaps. My yeah. sister had a bunch of her friends because they all turned 50. She, They all met in Vegas because they live all over the country. It was like, it, there were like 15 of them in this Airbnb in Vegas. And they've been really good friends for all these years. And I, at, like, I was like, so who hooked up? And she was like, nobody. And I was like, but somebody had to have hooked up. Like, 
You don't fly. Somebody. Ha- I'm just saying yeah. people hook up. You don't know that they did. They went in the laundry room. Right. Mm-hmm. I hope. I just hope people hooked up. I hope people do hook up at reunions because yeah. that's probably a lot of fun. How could they not? Yeah. They're human beings. I always yeah. just hope everyone hooks up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Have you been on Hookup Wizard? <laughs> a third party decides yes. if you hook up and you have to because it's a cartel person. Also, if watching. a judge decides you have to hook up. Yeah, yeah. there's you a judge on there. There's a cartel guy on there. There's a lot of people real wizard. on the wizard. Okay, yeah. so speaking of cartels or what have you. Yeah, let's talk about cartels. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> have you been wishing you could be part of it? I'm just pretending I had like a cartel read. Uh, <laughs> um, like cartelligent? That- <laughs> Sorry, whoever's foot. Nice. I just me. No, cartelogens. We use cartelogens. I, I use oh cartelogens. Is cracking over cartelogens. It's a car broker. They're they're very oh. good at what yeah, they do. Yeah, that's how we got. Uh, oh, it's not an smart. app that connects cartels to, to potential customers. To intelligent no. people. Yeah, I, that's cartel- so funny. I use them too. Yeah. Uh, Sam has a cartelogent license plate. I so I had a cartelogent license plate frame, frame until I took my car to get serviced. At the dealer, which I think was not the, whatever, it was many years ago. And then they swapped out the license plate frame for their branded frame. And I thought, uh, I rude. feel like you should ask before nah, you do that. No, that's mm-hmm. private property. That'd be like if I slapped an Alice from Rosen's your new best friend sticker on someone's butt as they walked by, which do I think it. I should do, do actually. It. Do it, do that's it. That's a fun idea. Yes. Do it. Uh, there was something I was about to say. Oh, yes. Speaking of cartels. Okay. Has anyone here actually perused the dark web i know no, daniel has because no. he no, you I haven't have, no, why? No, no, no. why would i do that oh so you just have a sense of what's on there <laughs> yeah i mean i've i've read about it i've done like light research on what it is but i'm not going to go well, there here's what i don't understand where sorry this is gonna sound so stupid where is it it's, I not, so it's, my it's, an, it's an idea like, wendy if, if there's <laughs> just the web well it's what the fuck I think is the dark web. I think I you have to you do get, not understand. You it's have websites to get it. you can only access if oh, you have like disguised your I you have to go through this thing called Tor, which is like a T-O-R, program that right? disguises the, the, your identity and your location and everything. So everything becomes anonymous. And then I think that's the only way you can open these websites. Ugh. Uh I don't know how you get a directory of these websites. Uh, and I thought and it's like are. through Tor. Yeah, through Tor. Why does Tor exist then? Why don't they just shut down Tor? I don't. Well, know. I don't think it's actually um, illegal. Tor is just it's Tor, not. Tor is just like a big anonymizer. Like yeah, political wow. dissidents use it, mm-hmm. and journalists okay. and there things are, like that. There so. are people who believe that Tor was actually dissidents. created though by the CIA in order to track. Illegal activity, so it's like they think it's anonymous, but it's not really anonymous. Uh, you know who knows, but that's but then what. Then wouldn't they catch like everyone all the time? Well, they exactly. they have caught a lot of people. They have caught everyone all the time. <laughs> well, right. no, not everyone, but like uh, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Listen, I I I, I think that if you're disguising your IP address, and by the way. I almost did so that I could write a letter to the uh, to an editor in a local paper in Vermont, which is a separate story. Cause <laughs> well, I, I like, want to hear that story yeah. though. But um, I I think if you're if you're in a place in your life where you're like disguise identity, check, tour, <laughs> check, like something's gone horribly yes. wrong. And if you're listening to this and you've done it, you can get Let out us of know. it. Get out now. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Is there a benign s- use for okay. doing that? I mean, like, <laughs> well, go ahead. 
No, I remember when I read about it was like on Gawker when they would talk about like Silk Road where people right. would yeah. get drugs Silk Road was or the whatever. Big they... Some people would go on to get drugs. Right. right. Which... And wasn't there a big, there, the reason it was on Gawker though is because there was like a bit, like something happened with some guy that was involved with Silk Road, probably. right? I think a murder or yeah. something. Yeah, probably. Jeff, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> have you ever looked at the dark web? No, no. I've actually kind of wondered like, I, I don't, I don't want to know what it is. And it's that same kind of thing of like, even if I peep it, I don't want to see it. Like, I don't want to know it's there. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm kind of curious. And then also same thing. It was like, just the fact that you know where it is, I feel like gets you on some crazy list. Yeah. Well, so that's and the I question. Just, is it, Ill- I know illegal activity occurs on it, but is it illegal just to look at no. it? Probably not. But no. just the fact that you're poking around no. there. Right. Like, I just, I just don't need But it. like, I don't know if you were on there and it downloaded some cookie on your computer with a picture of something that might get you in trouble. Oh, a picture know. of a cookie. I, I think more than anything, I don't want to look, it's the black market. And so like, if you know what's on, how the black market works in this world, you know that it's not a place you want your brain to visit. You know, it's just like, it's right. ugly and dark. It's dark. And I just don't want to see it. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather be ignorant. I don't even want to watch Law and Order SVU. Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> no, I did used to like to watch Law and Order SVU. Yeah. But I just mean like, there's just certain things I don't. I know they exist. Yeah, it's too upsetting. And I can't stop them. I'm not in any position to stop anything that's happening. And so I don't feel like knowing more about it would in any, it would just terrify the shit out of me, I think, because I'm very easily scared. So it it would not be for me, I don't think. Okay, one more thing to file under Tech Talk, which is a little (laughs) sting that I need. Yep. Because you mentioned cookies. Okay, typically when I go to a website, and that thing comes up asking, do I want to allow cookies? Then I click into it and then I like select, you know, I only want the necessary one or reject all or whatever. It's always an extra annoying step. Yes. And then Elliot Kalin, or it might have been Will Hines. Uh, and the reason I am confusing them is because I was actually in an, when, in New York. I took a class through UCB and they were both in it. Some if people know who if they are familiar with them. Then you'll know who I mean. And if not, then uh, I didn't need to take this aside. Okay. Tweeted, for the last time, yes, I accept cookies. I always accept cookies. Mm-hmm. And then he and I had it back and forth because I... You don't. No, but he does. And he meant computer cookies, not actual cookies. Uh, when I read that tweet... Thought, you know what I'm talking about. I thought he meant real cookies. I did too. <laughs> I did too. But then he clarified to me. Okay. Like, yeah, we had, but anyway. So then I was like, maybe it's just easier to accept all cookies. They make it easier on purpose. No, they do. But I mean, maybe my life, maybe there's not a reason that I have to like. So I, I was like, fine, I'll just accept cookies for a little while. And now I'm back to like, no, I don't want to. Does anyone know? I no don't. I, I feel like Jeff accept. might not. I no always you do? I don't know what else to do. What happens? You, you just can... go and you, you say other options. Yeah. And then you select your choices. It's tedious. And it says like strictly necessary cookies. Yes. And then you just click accept. Uh, I'll do yeah. that with my wizard. What's the question though? The question should is. You? The question is should you? you accept cookies or? The question is if you. How much of a difference in our lives does it actually make if we're accepting all or taking the extra time to do strictly necessary? And what is it they're collecting if we are do, doing accept all? If you do accept all, they can put little cookies on there that just track 
pretty much all of your Everything activity. You do, all your dark web stuff. Yeah. All oh your, my God. All my your... cookies are going to be like the cookies of like a seventh grader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that's the thing. I guess if they're tracking me, they're going to see like how many times I watch Facebook reels now, which is my new obsession. <laughs> oh. Really? Oh, have you guys discovered Christian Chris, 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 I, I mom's immediately... getting ready for work? Oh, no. no. Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> or no, they most of them don't work. It is Christian moms getting ready for their day. And I don't know why it's a genre. But I simply cannot stop. And Please tell me everything. Okay. So, sorry, Daniel, though. You had something first. No, I want to hear this. Okay. It is just the first one I found. She's like a mother of four. And they're almost all the same. And that's why I'm like, is there a simulation? And did they make too many of her? Because <laughs> it's like always an attractive one. She's always attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, maybe the reels algorithm prefers attractive. And she's, it's like she gets up. And it's yawn and the room, her bedroom looks super nice. And then it's like these puffy headbands. They all have this puffy. Oh, yes. I've seen that. To push your hair back. Yes. Then they do their face care routine and oils. And then they like pop their hand on the camera. So then their makeup's on. Is it magic every time when they do uh, that? I love it. I mean, honestly, I just, I want to be a Christian mom getting ready for the day. That's what I want to be. It is always still dark out. Like they're (laughs) getting up early and then they, um, they, most of them use a coffee pod machine as opposed to like a coffee pot. Sure. Or they have iced and then they you see the cream go in. It just looks great. Mm-hmm. It looks like a great <laughs> coffee. And then they usually throw down like a notebook and a Bible on like a fluffy chair before their kids and Aww. husband are even up oh, there reading the Bible in the and they morning. are journaling. journaling about stuff in the morning. And wow. then they like, I know. Yeah. And then they it's go wake okay. up like one adorable child and then two more. And then they do like perfect little bento box lunch boxes for all of the kids. They close them. They this. And then it's like mop, spray the counter. Like it's just, jeez. Wow. Wait, it's I, just very soothing to watch. And I just, I believe I the, this is the it. trad wife stuff, right? It's, Which is traditional wife, yes, but these are Christian trad, trad wives. But I think they're, well, I think most trad wives are Christian. Christians, Probably, right? Yeah. Oh, and then there's, ba- have you guys checked out Ballerina? farm on instagram no oh. what am okay. i doing yeah i just look at ducks so ballerina farm is she is mrs american right now not miss america okay. not mrs america mrs. mrs american which i feel like i don't know maybe it's like i i i don't understand i think it's like maga wife of the year basically okay. um she has seven children she does live in utah they are Mormon. She's also very gorgeous, and she used to be a ballerina, and now she's married to the son of the JetBlue, the person who owns JetBlue. So she's like, it, it, it's giving Dust Bowl culture. Like, yes. like I'm in an apron. This is the little corner of my kitchen. I'm just making my bread for my seven kids. Like homesteaders. Her, her father-in-law is worth at least $500 million. Mm-hmm. So there's like wow. so much being hidden. It's like, it's sort of like gassing you up on sort of like impoverished rural culture. But right. this woman has $500 million waiting in the wings. And I just can't like. Is their house nice? Just, you can't really tell. Oh, okay. There's some rooms that seem like empty and just full of wood or whatever. But she's Probably like hiding how rich she yeah. is. She wants to be relatable. I guess. I don't Marina know. Or maybe farm. it's all part. Of, it just makes your brain explode. And then I watched this. I don't mean to go on a rant, but then no, I watched please. this Belgian movie from the 1970s that I can't recommend enough. And it's called Jean Dielman, or you're probably supposed to say it Frenchy, like Jean Dielman or whatever. And it is the most mind-boggling movie I've ever seen. You can watch it on Prime for like $3.99. 
it's a female filmmaker from the 70s and it just got voted best, the one, the movie best movie ever. Yeah, movie ever, yeah. So, but by I who? strongly recommend the director Chantal Ackerman and I can't believe we don't know her name like we know Martin Scorsese's People name. People so are starting to know. realize that she's been overlooked Incredible. as a really important This filmmaker. movie, I yeah. mean, it took me three days to watch it so, but even It's really that, slow, right? It's very deliberate pace. By three days slow, long. though, you mean like the gathering horror is yeah. unparalleled. Oh, it oh. Is, wow. Wait, you, I don't know if I can handle this. No, you can. It's not horror like a horror movie. Right. It's psychologically. And then watch some of these Facebook things Ooh. of women getting ready for the day. There's a, there's almost like a conversation uh, about like female mm. domestic I know, life we're doing to this be weekend. had by watching all of this shit together. And I did all this during the strike and I was like, oh boy. Like, I don't even know if I have my thoughts about it gathered yet of like now these women, every woman kind of can glamorize her own domestic routine, whereas the movie sort of shows the gathering horror of the domestic routine. It's it's like a lot to think about. Recommend highly recommend all of wow. these things. I love I love these Christian wives. Are the do the Christian wives have the full makeup on before they sit down with their journals? It depends. Okay. Some people are doing their journaling and then the makeup. Some yeah. people it's just a house cleaning video. Mm. But the thing is, I'm not putting down having a domestic routine it's just that these ones also most of the women they look incredible and they're I think filming they it no they know they're very beautiful yeah. but they're also like christian moms who like they're asking people to kind of look at their face and bodies at the same time it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot to think about it's, it's a, a lot fetish to about. interesting maybe it's a i mean it's not a fetish in the sense that anyone's like you know getting off on it but they're fetishizing themselves they're fetishizing the lifestyle but also I think I have to every morning, you know, Jeff and I switch off every morning, but when I get up, it is like, okay, I'm up, I go downstairs, I have to do all the lunches, I have to do the breakfast, I have to do the this, I have to do the that, but it doesn't in any way match what's happening on these <laughs> women on Facebook. Like, I'm not organized, I smell, I don't brush my teeth, you know, so it's like, it's just, I think I like them because I'd like to be like that in some yeah. ways. I'd love to wake up at 5.15 and get all this shit done and then start my day. Like, it's not happening, this, but this I feels think it's like a fantasy someone for could, me, sort of. Someone could really do a lot of research on what's going on here because it's like there's this aspirational aspect to it where yeah. it's like, I am showing you something that you can strive for but not achieve. Yes. And there's something about that that it seems inherent in a lot of Christian culture, which is like having this ideal that you're mm-hmm. you're aiming towards, but you never can quite you know, be that virtuous. You could never be that good. And in, uh, in addition to all of the work that she's doing to get her family ready, right. ostensibly, she's producing a video every right. morning. Yes. Yes. You know, it's like that takes time. She's positioning the camera. Yeah. She's positioning the camera. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's sort of like women have taken it back that like chronicling your own domestic routine instead of like an outside eye looking at it. It's, it's fat. I don't know. Right, I find it fascinating. My Please point is, reels. you know, I look at that and I go, wow, what? Well, you have all these kids. Like, where do you have the time exactly. to get all these lunches and be all perfect? And then it's like, and you're yeah, also spending totally. an extra hour shooting, downloading, and editing a video. Like, what? Something there, doesn't do add up. Like, where, like, where do you get all the time? Creative output, though. It's yeah. like wild. Yeah, no, you're right. There could be a caregiver. A nanny. Also That's what there. I'm wondering. Yeah. Like, but it could be just somebody who's like highly motivated and this is what they're putting all their time and effort into. I, right. I do know? not understand people who have excess time in the morning. Nope. Like, if you're listening, yeah. but specifically the morning, because like we grew up on sitcoms where they would be, you know, Chandler and Joey were coming over, 
you know, to uh, Monica and Rachel's, this is friends, Rachel's house and hanging out before they're going to work. Like there's a lot of, weren't they sometimes? I don't know. I think so. I always think of them as after work. But what do I know? I think there was stuff before work too, but though. They were the all young with no obligations. Well, maybe that's a bad example kids. then. But kids, you know? yeah, that's a bad that's example. I call my kids obligations, by the way. <laughs> I mean, well, Okay, so not friends then, but I just also feel like even shows where people are getting ready for school. Yes, there always is the kid who's like rushing out and grabs a piece of toast and puts it in his mouth and puts his backpack on and leaves. But there still was action happening in the morning before everyone heads out the door. And like, that's not how it is in any house I know. Yeah. Yeah. Even on shows when you would see somebody watching TV in the morning before school or whatever, it was like... There was never time to watch no. TV in the I morning. I never watched oh TV yeah. before school. Never. never. No. There was never time. No. So hectic. Well, if you're out there, Christian mom's getting yeah. ready for the day. You've got a fan in me. I'm I watching. Like I'm, if, I'm watching. In five to ten years, there's going to be like a Netflix documentary called like the Christian moms on Facebook. And it's going to be like we were doing we were all faking it and trying to make <laughs> we, it look I was like so our lives were perfect. I yeah, I well, was that drunk. Probably is, yeah. Um. Yeah. Have you been tempted to buy one of these puffy headbands, though? Yeah. Me too. Those look good. They look good, but I feel like, wouldn't they be uncomfortable behind your ear? But I think you just wear them for putting the skin regime. regime Okay. Got it. Yes, I do have my, like, headband for washing my face versus my headband for wearing around the house. So this Mm. would just be like a... I don't own a single headband. You don't? This would be my first. How do you wash your face? Like an asshole, like a dipshit. Where's your hair go? <laughs> Just right where it is. Everywhere. <laughs> Wait. Okay, you have like curtain bangs, basically. So you just you just dip your hair and your head into I don't splash water during my cleansing. Oh. Oh. I have like these oil of Olay pre. Oh, you, <laughs> no, I see. you use a white. I'm getting ready okay. today. And then I put my oil cleanser on those. And then I go like this with the front side, I and see. then I flip them and clean them with the back. You should side. do Got it. Hollywood moms getting ready for Hollywood the day. moms Ooh. getting ready for. Can you imagine? Robin, what do you? How do you wash your face hair wise? Um, I just kind of put some bobby pins where my bangs are, mm. uh, and I try to not splash wash my face at night because mm-hmm. I don't want it to wake me up. I always am oh. like, so I try to do a lot of washcloth work, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, um. But yeah, I will say like when I had COVID, brag, um, I my skin got so bad because I was too sick to wash my face. Mm. Like I just couldn't, mm. I couldn't even stand by the sink. Um, and yeah, so it really does make a difference washing your face versus not at night. Have you guys seen those, those uh, mud cleaners? Those, you put your shoe in it and it spins yes. and it cleans all the mud oh, off yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have that for your face. Yes. I have on your sink and just stick your face in it. That's great. Like a bowling ball cleaner. Yes. Exactly. You can sell that. I have long wondered when they'll just have peel off makeup. Mm -hmm. Like why at the end of the night, why couldn't you just like just pull it down from the top? I know, right? Or like press on face makeup. Soon we'll have that Elon Musk Neuralink chip in our mind oh. yes. and you can put whatever fil- filter you want on yourself that can't I like come that idea. soon enough yeah <laughs> i don't even know what you're talking about and i'm scared he, he has a company called Neuralink where they they are trying to put my, chips in your brain mm-hmm. uh i don't know why 
uh, what the idea is there, but they've been doing it with monkeys. And apparently the monkeys go insane because they're trying to get it out of their head. Oh, <laughs> oh perfect. Oh, that's I a detail I didn't know. The people, maybe not Elon Musk, but some people are trying to do it in an effort to help people who've been paralyzed so or have motor yes. neuron degeneration and all that stuff live fuller lives, which great goal. But <laughs> I think after seeing what happened with Twitter, it's just nobody trusts. Yeah. He Elon can hack Musk into your Tesla. To be like, doing it. He could find out where you are at any given moment. Yes, he he's could. a petty, petty man. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's in my car, you guys. Well, no, he can. <laughs> See, this is what he, you he get for accepting all cookies. He can look through the cameras in your Tesla. Yep. He can find out where you are, like, if you have yeah. a Tesla. Someone who called a Thai cave rescuer a pedophile should not be in control of your brain thoughts. <laughs> he's such a weirdo. Oh he wore, did you see him wear the cowboy hat backwards? And then he and then everyone was, like, making fun of him because he wore the cowboy hat backwards last weekend. And so he posted a picture of himself shooting a gun from his hip. It's like, dude, you're the richest man on earth. You don't need to do this. I don't understand what will make you happy. Do this. If I had that much money, I would like want to just kind of disappear. I like, would imagine disappear. having no responsibility. Like, would we that's still what be the MySpace posting? guy did? Yeah. The MySpace guy Tom Rupert cashed yes. out and went away. Rupert Murdoch still sitting at that desk. It, Rupert Murdoch bought his company for a kajillion dollars and he said, "I'm going to be a nature photographer." Perfect. And like just took off and was I like, "I have money, I'm going to be a nature photographer." Yeah, I'd want to like be with my family and have see a friend every day. Yeah. Maybe write a mystery novel, Ooh, yeah. you know, under a pseudonym. Yeah, it just goes to show you how powerful whatever that hole whatever is inside is. of them, because so they can't just sit on a beach; they go yeah. crazy. No, yeah. it's narcissism, right? They absolutely. need yeah, absolutely. attention at the, all times, yeah, yeah, and yes. it's, they need so much fuel to feed their narcissism <laughs> that, like, e- nothing. They'll never feel. Elon oh, needed yeah. attention so much he literally bought Twitter, yeah. so that he could get everyone to like him. Like that's cr- that is on. I was actually level. thinking about remember how he didn't want to buy it and it seemed like he wasn't going to buy it and then he was forced to buy he was it. Forced mm-hmm. to buy it. Which is thinking one about of my that the other things. night. I yes. Love that. Okay. Wait. I, let's go back to this Jean Domon movie. Okay. When you say it's horror, but it's not scary. No, no, it's not horror. Okay. It's, that's not its genre. I okay. Would say it's, what genre? It's is a it? drama. Okay. So it's because here's the thing, I get scared really easily no, and no, I no, also don't not. like to feel deeply disturbed. You won't feel disturbed for most of the movie. It's it when I tell you it's different than anything you've ever seen. And I think everyone who cares about like movies and TV and stuff like that should watch it because I think it's like so formally different than most things you've ever seen that it is it, it's a, a bit mind boggling that hmm. everyone's seen The Godfather but people haven't seen this. Everyone's seen Raging Bull but no one's seen this. Yeah, it's subtitled because even though there's a, there's an exercise in patience that goes with it, if you're somebody who likes to read, likes interesting shit, it, like I would say like of the cohort of people I know is a lot of people like that. And I never heard anybody tell me to watch this movie before. Yeah, I'd never heard so of it. So to me, it's like, oh, it's where the sexism comes in is mm-hmm. like, I, I, I didn't know, you know, about it. The reason no one's seen it or talked about it until recently is because until recently, you would have to have had someone distribute it. And no one's going to distribute a movie that's weird. Uh, no company is going to do that because they don't have the vision to know that there would be an audience for it in any way. And so if there's no profit to be made, 
no one's going to promote it. No one's going. You know what I mean? Like, but there's art- artsy movies directed by men that we all know well, really well. Do you know what I mean? It's it, not there is a sexism aspect to it for sure. I think it. I think it is that thing of like when a woman does it, especially from back then, it was considered sort of minor, but, and it's a major movie, and it's like ideas and the way it was shot. And, and then I, I would well, sorry. I would. I would. If you looked at the art movies by men that did get distribution, how many of those had to do with the? you know, men's sexual sexuality or some sort of sex right. or something like yes. that. It's never just a domestic uh, where it's centered on a woman with no, nothing sexy, you know, it's like, well, yeah, but I, that's, I guess that's what I mean is it, it didn't, it probably got distribution at the time and probably was a bit of a thing at the time. Cause she went on to have a career and everything, but I think the fact that it hasn't been passed down and mm-hmm. word of mouth among groups who maybe went to film school or did this or yeah. did that is like interesting that I've never heard somebody say like, oh, you have to watch that movie. That's part of the canon sort of, right. you know, now it feels like it is. It feels like it obviously got voted best movie ever. So it's but, but getting who redeemed. It, it's, it was Sight and Sound magazine. Sight and Sound. Oh, okay. But what's so inter- I feel like now probably everybody's watching it. It's interesting when that happened too. like all the critics that I follow are like, oh, yeah, that movie. And it's like, well, if y'all knew about this fucking knew, movie, right. how come you weren't talking about it? Why have I literally it? never? Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm dumb and I no, don't I've hear never the right Jeff, have you? Are you no. familiar with it? No, not at all. Jeff went to film school. We got to have a whole separate pod where we talk about I know. It. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have tons of film nerd friends that, yeah. like, this, this See, has that's, never that's come That's a up. better sample than me because I didn't go to film school. I'd be more in the, like, because I was an English major. Like, a book that you'd never heard of that was, you know. But luckily, it's now it's still around. So hmm. it can be I, rediscovered. Wendy and I are both English majors. Do you ever, <laughs> do you ever read quote-unquote literature anymore like new stuff that, like do you read challenging books i guess i do oh a book i really think but not often since i became a parent oh sorry not often since i became a parent but i did read something really interesting lately called couplets and i can't remember the name of the author but it's all it sounds About okay if cups. you're listening you're gonna think yeah you're gonna think this sounds terrible and pretentious but i promise it's it's actually really good and really accessible it's all in poetry but it takes like only poetry. two hours to read. Oh. And it's a really compelling kind of confessional story about it's the author's own life. And it's so oh, it sounds good. good. Ooh, I can't remember. I'm going to look at the author's name while you write it down on to something else. But... Really quickly, because we're talking about movies, yes. I just want to contribute a little something which I learned today. Yes. yes. And I think it's really important. Dances with Wolves won the Academy Award, I believe, in 1991 or two. Mm hmm. Do you are you aware of what movie it beat? What was the front runner? Nope. Hmm. Because the other movies, I'm going to tell you what didn't win. The Ghost was nominated, did Whoa. not win. I remember being upset. So there was a movie I yeah, liked. Better. There. So my friend made a reference. Somebody that I'm working with today made a reference to Dances with Wolves, which made me. I didn't realize like he becomes a Native American in that movie. Like I didn't. Yes. I forgot. And then, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" It won Best Picture. Like he infiltrates their culture, and then we what he won Best Picture. And was it Goodfellas? It was Goodfellas. It dances with wolves, which feels so offensive in hindsight, Mm -hmm. but I haven't looked at it. (laughs) Beat Dances with Wolves, uh, or Goodfellas lost out to Dances with Wolves. The worst of all time was American Beauty, winning in ninety nine. I liked that movie. I liked it, but what it, did it beat? That year, in fact, someone just wrote a book about it, was maybe the best year in movies of all time. Like, oh, you could go down the list of 
incre- like every movie that year was a, an all time banger, and that movie won. It's, I'm not going to go through the list. Do you think American Beauty is very much? Uh, it's the Kevin Spacey thing though. Now that affects. I just I don't um, know. Like if you think about what the movie was about, it was about a guy who was horny for this girl, and teenager. like it was just it was he just was, light. It, yeah, it, it seemed like heavy, but it wasn't. Right. No. No. I. I agree. I just also. I feel like that. My vision of that. Like Kevin movie Spacey is yeah. so influenced by well. like. I'm sure. like. I don't want to look at Kevin Spacey. Right. No. No. And the does. author of Couplets is Maggie Milner. Oh. Maggie Milner. Yeah. I recommend. I recommend. Robin, what are you reading right now? I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm. I read a lot of really dumb stuff over the summer, and now I'm trying to read a book that my friend told me about called Heaven and Earth Grocery Store which is by James McBride and it's um I guess it's about Jewish people and black people at a gross at a small grocery store in Pittsburgh but I have to just say I think it was going to Jewish day school for like the first three years of my life that I'm like once once we start with Jewish Jewish folklore like they put the baby in the bassinet and if he leaned to the right he would live forever and if he <laughs> leaned to the left he would be burned by coal like I and I'm just like I can't do this at night but I really respect my friend Bonnie so I want to finish she loved it so I want to I want to get through it wait how does uh, Jewish folklore and you haven't gone to Jewish day school correlate. Just, just, so there was a lot of like, there was a lot, there was just a lot of flooding of, oh. of Jewish, just like really early in my life. Like I always tell people, like I remember truly first day, first day of kindergarten. So in a Jewish day school, you do like the Hebrew stuff and the Jewish stuff in the morning. And then you do your English stuff in the afternoon. The first day it was like, welcome to kindergarten. This was Anne Frank. And then they played a video of like, this Sorry. was the Holocaust. And it's like In all the bones going into the grave. Oh my God. And I was like, Jesus. this is fucking kindergarten. Like, I can't, I can't do, like, this is not fun. My mom said it would be fun. <laughs> and so it's just a little, like, I get a little, like, I, see, yeah. I get a little tense when, but I try, I trust my friend, but. We'll see We're, if I'm still reading it. Yeah. We've decided just to teach the boys that the Holocaust wasn't real. Well, right? we don't I mean, know that it was real. We don't know um, that it is. Robin, it was real. I also think my early childhood is marked by like being traumatized by the holo- by Too, news of the Holocaust as well. There's a uh, however they introduced it to us was not delicate, and I yeah. feel like at, at least my hope is now that. They they do a few trigger warnings I, before they just jump right into maybe it. Maybe we can solve the Santa problem with the teaching about the Holocaust at the same time. How does that work? Oh, That's like here's other Santa. things oh, that people. Here are other no, Santa's things. not coming anymore. Would you rather be Jewish? Here's what could happen. Do you guys want to take this moment to say out loud that you know the Holocaust is real, so that when somebody clips that out of your show and oh yeah, no, but they'll they'll cut out what I'm about to say, which is I believe in it. I yeah. believe it really happened. I believe, I believe all Holocaust. I believe the Holocaust happened. I'm just teaching my boys that it didn't. Okay, perfect. Um. Are you about to do something or can I tell you a sort of a related story? I would like to hear your related story. Especially it's very if it's, fast. Is it lighter? <laughs> sort of. Okay. But Does I it involve my, my eight-year-old tends to be a bit like obsessed with death and asks about death. Like literally mm. any person we mentioned, it can be anyone from Abraham Lincoln to DJ Khaled. And his first <laughs> question will be, are they dead? 
So he's obsessed when he finds out someone's dead. It's like, you know, he's just constantly thinking about death, what, talking about death. When so, you're eight right now, a lot of people have died. It's true. So, but I went, we, I was at his therapist. He goes to therapy. And um, after the session, his therapist called me in and said, um, I just wanted to let you know. I accidentally told your son about 9-11. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, 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 no. Oh, the therapist. No. Oh, oh, my God. And I, no. said, I said, well, you know, we don't try to hide things. <laughs> I mean, I said, we don't try to hide things about death from our uh, from our kids. And, you know, we've had a death in the family of someone young. And so we talk about it. And blah, blah. I said, my only concern <laughs> is. We are getting on an airplane this week. And it was oh, his, God. It was like uh, the, his like first or second. His, his first and second time on planes were both this summer. Oh, and it geez. was either one week before the first trip or the second trip. And I was like, oh, no. But he somehow it passed. Okay. He didn't obsess about it. I don't know if he didn't quite understand what he right. was being told about planes and stuff and i was like it was just, just but the, i accidentally told your son about 9 <laughs> 11 was so absolutely funny. wild that's oh incredible God. yeah was was she he or she laughing a little bit or was it like no i think they were worried, worried. Of, like, she was worried yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. was worried but i'm i'm just not it's that person so who's funny. gonna get upset but i have accidentally <laughs> told my kids lots of things so i kind of get yeah. it yeah uh, i want to tell you guys about little spoon I love Little Spoon. You can have Little Spoon in your life for years to make a mealtime healthy, tasty, and easy. It's time-saving and convenient without compromise. My kids love Little Spoon. Uh, so they deliver delicious food that's perfect for all the stages of your kid's life uh, right to you. They have baby blends, which is fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees. They have biteables, which is the transition to table early finger food meals. Uh, they have plates, so toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. And they have like mac and cheese with hidden veggies in them, chicken nuggets, adventurous eats like pot stickers. Then they have lunchers, so uh, like old school favorites with new standards. And they have uh, their brand new luncher meals are healthier build-it-yourself lunches. So there's like flavorful and imaginative build-it-yourself meals, like easy cheesy pizza, chicken dunkers, or chicken nacho dips, all made junk-free with over 10 grams of protein. And then there's also uh, really fun, delicious snacks, dipsters, veggie loops, fruit rippers, oat bakes, smoothies. Uh, it's all super fresh, super delicious, and made with the cleanest, high-quality ingredients. And did I mention it comes right to your door? It's so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change up what I order every time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. I love it. My kids love it. The grandparents love it. A win, win, win for my family, and it can be for yours. Make this year's chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to littlespoon.com slash BFF and enter our code BFF at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's littlespoon, L-I-T-T-L-E-S-P-O-O-N.com slash BFF and enter our code BFF for 30% off at checkout. Okay. Little spoon makes me think of couplets in that it's small spoons and small cups. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's say hello and welcome to the new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. It's time to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Patreon. 
Hello and welcome to Dave Kaltabach and to Kevin Potter. Kevin Potter opted for an annual subscription and he's at the texting level. Wow. Slide into my DMs. Send me a text. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, I should tell everyone two things. Uh, I've already mentioned, but I'm going to mention it again. I have merch. It's exciting. Go check it out. If you go to AllisonRosen.com, there's a banner at the top that says my merch store is live. And then also I have a sub stack. If you listen to the Monday episode with Elise Lunin, New York Times bestselling oh, author. You really? know her? I read that book. Oh, on our best behavior. Yeah. What did you think it of it? It was good. I listened to it. I can't say I physically read it. It was really interesting. Mm-hmm. It made me really think about a lot of things. And I thought, I thought she's a really compelling writer. Yeah, it is. I was trying to explain it to Daniel last night, and I felt like I did not really do a good job Maybe of it. I should just read it. Maybe you should. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to that episode, she is all about Substack. She's like a Substack proselytizer. Um, I recently started up my Substack again. So if you need more of my words on your screen or in your phone, alisonrosen.substack.com. Okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Skadoop doop. It's Tabo. Just me or everyone. Wendy, you said you had one, right? Yep. This is really stupid. I was out for dinner with my mom friends that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. I have friends, guys. Um, And we were talking about straws. And I realized that the reason I don't like to have one of those metal straws Mm -hmm. is I'm afraid I'm just going to chomp into it. Mm. Oh, interesting. I don't like to have it in the cup. I get afraid of it and I take it out because I don't want to chomp it. I'm okay. not going to chomp it. Why would I fucking chomp it? Do you Does chomp this happen plastic to everyone? Metal A little, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I yeah. do too. Chomp them and chew them. I, this is, it's not exactly what you're talking about, but we have metal straws. Mm-hmm. And all the Don't time, see those. I won't. All the t- whenever I drink out of one, I you think. bang your tooth with it, don't you? Like no, you, I don't, but I'm shocked that I don't. Um, and I think to myself, like, one false move, and this is going through the roof of my mouth, and it's, what happens if a metal straw goes through the roof of your mouth? I think you're either you're dead or you've, like... You drain your sinuses. Probably be it, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? I think you'd be fine. You just okay, well, then... But then I'd be mounted on a straw. And the kids will come over and drink your brains. Yes. Yeah, oh. the kids will drink your brains. Or, like, if I, if I have it in my car... I, I drive like once every two weeks at this point. But if it's in my car, I, I'm always thinking like, what if I'm taking a sip off of it and then I get rear-ended? Oh. It just seems very, it seems dangerous <laughs> all around. Yeah. Also, don't yeah. you feel it makes the liquid taste a little metally? Mm. Yeah. You know? I, I, I just got that. them and I, I put it in a, I'd like coffee in a mug and I went to drive and the straw got hot. And what didn't burn me, but it was unnerving that the straw was hot. And then I thought, if the coffee's so hot that it could burn me, then wouldn't it heat up the straw? And then I would burn my lip Mm. with the straw. Then I came along and and chomped it right up. Yeah. And then Wendy came and broke all my teeth. Grabbed it and threw it across the room. (laughs) Yeah, I was so scared. What is the better straw alternative? Because I have seen those like metal ones. Oh my God. Do you know what they have that seem really dangerous, but I bet the Christian moms use them? Glass straws. Uh, I was going to say that, that as a seems joke. So dangerous. Yeah. I think so too. No, glass straws are a real thing. For like on well, that seems bad. TikTok, it's like you know you'll hear the like like the crack of the can, and then the glass and the ice, and then some like person who's like doing this, which I can't stand. Like 
but on glass. And yeah. people are always fucking tapping things with their nails and then pouring and then the glass straw and then clinking it. And it's a whole thing. Yeah. Glass straws. No. Mm. Pass. Mm. Pass on the glass. Oh, and then I've nails. also <laughs> I've also seen metal straws with a silicone tip. Yeah. But that yeah. in the same way you're wondering if metal makes things taste like metal, I would I find that like we have these silicone plates, silicone, 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 silicone uh, like the breasts, silicone plates for the kids. And I, th- I think they taste like soap. Yeah. You've tasted the plates. I nibbled on a plate. <laughs> oh. I think they make the food taste like soap. So I think that the straw would become soap tasting. Mm. Got it. The ones I got have the silicone on them, but I took it off because I thought it reason? would taste weird. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't try it. I just assumed it would taste weird. So right. I, I will try it and see if it tastes. Disgusting. Let me know. Let you know. It tastes like Thank soap. You. I think silicone. If not, uh, if you don't cast it in a pressure pot, it's going to have tiny microscopic holes. So it might uh, catch the soap when it gets soap when it gets washed. Mm. I would think that's why. Someone's has molded stuff Science in a pressure minute. pot. Science minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, who's the real wizard? Allison, it's Daniel. You have smashed things into your teeth, like utensils, right? Oh, like, yeah. Well, like that, forks so and things. I try not to use a fork if I can use a spoon. Because every now and then I'll hear a clank. Ah! <laughs> it all started. I was walking on Baboa Island with my mom. Many, many years ago, and there was this guy that I had a crush on, and I was frustrated, and I was drinking a Snapple, dangerous glass thing. And I, like, said something, and then I banged my tooth with the – I chipped ah. my tooth on the Snapple bottle. And then I have been chipping my teeth ever since on, like, forks and various things. So I don't even trust myself. I try to avoid forks if I can. So it's insane that I'm using a metal straw. When I was a kid – uh, we went to Palm Springs with my cousins, whose parent, my aunt and uncle, had a place in Palm Springs, and to ma- my mother chipped her tooth eating a lobster or something, or a cl- a crab's leg or something, mm. and her entire tooth came out. <gasps> oh my god, this is like more than like, mo- because it was her front tooth was it was fake or something, oh. and it was like truly just like the top. It was oh, like god. barely there, and she thought it would be really funny. If when they, they were at the chart house in Palm Springs and it was like really late at night and she thought it'd be really funny to wake me up and pretend to be a monster and oh show God. me her teeth. And she was like, wake up. Ah! And it was frightening. Yeah. And I'm still mad at her. I won't talk to her. But And Frank in kindergarten. I know. But, tooth hijinks at home. But who looks in the mirror and goes, let's wake up the kid. <laughs> like, this will be fun. Robin will love this. Yeah. Yes. It's fine. Do you think she wanted to scare you? I think she was drunk oh, and she was right. like, let's have some fun with the kids. But my mom, by the way, not a heavy drinker, but when she drinks, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She it's gets real silly, real silly to this day. I <clears throat> Are there any kids out there whose parents would get, quote unquote, silly drunk and the kid was like, I didn't like the side of you. I do I or certainly, do not. I'm wondering if any kid has I in the history. Like I'm wondering if there's any kid in the history ever has ever liked drunk. being around their parents when their no. parents are drunk. No, I don't. Probably. Think so. Well, also, you I don't like it, it when your parents smell different. And yes. As a child, you can always pick up. But I will yeah. say that my parents are not really drinkers at all, and 
every once in a while in Indianapolis when we lived there, they would go out to a bar called Harry C's and um, uh, Jenny and I would babysit the other kids, the other three kids. And when they came home, they always brought us piping hot mozzarella sticks from Harry C. So I was like, would you please go drink? Like, so they, but they also barely ever drank. So I think for us, there was only an upside to the very rare occasion when they would go to the bar. Like, it sounds like your parents got a little tipsy and produced mozzarella sticks. Exactly. That's amazing. That was great. Is there a version of the alcoholic parent who was just always just doing awesome stuff yeah. to the kids when they were drunk. Um, I wish right. there was. The movies would be a lot more delightful. Right. But the like, first time I ever got drunk, I was, my parents, we were, I was with my parents. It was a purposeful, intentional, like, let's get, let's get her drunk for the first time. How and you old know were what? you? 16. What? And it resulted in, I couldn't be less enamored of alcohol. Like, I could, I think it did the trick. Yeah. I, I got drunk with my parents. Huh. It, it was fun for like an hour and then it was weird. Did you get sick at all? Um, I don't think I did. It was just beer at that mm-hmm. point. Um, but just like it was, it huh. was a really good tactic because I was like, I had my fun. It wasn't that great. I did it with them. Right. They made it not illicit. Yeah. Right. They they took the huh, fun out of it. That's what happened it worked. Me. That's what happened for me with weed. My, yeah. I didn't smoke with my parents, but it was always there. Yeah. And, and it just, there was never any thing alluring about it anything cool it was just the lamest thing and everyone who had smoked weed in college thought they were so was like this is so right. stupid yeah mm. it takes this sh- it takes the excitement away from yeah. it which i think is strategy. a good tactic because it also was like yeah if they wanted if i was going to be drunk they wanted me to be with them which so, makes sense so honey we yeah. should like you know do, p- pretend to do coke and all those things <laughs> we don't want them to do like shoot up heroin like They'll never want to do any of that stuff. What a wonderful idea. No alcoholic (laughs) has ever had an alcoholic or drug addicted child. No. It doesn't work that way. Uh, Okay. Does anyone else have a just mirror everyone? If not, I say we move to Hey Go Fuck Yourself because I know some people need to be told off. Uh oh. All right. Let's do Hey Go Fuck Yourself. Robin. My Hey Go Fuck Yourself is to the person who told me that I'm not allowed to tell their secret. And I accidentally emailed this, hey, go fuck yourself to Allison last night. But basically... But not the content of it, just that this is... That someone's making her keep a secret. Someone's making me keep... And I I will just say, it's a medical secret. So the stakes are kind of high. Nobody's dying. Nobody's dying. Everybody's Mm going to live. But I've been told that I cannot tell anybody... And the only people that know are me and my sister and our significant others. And it's, and we have uh, two brothers, mm-hmm. like they're stuck, but they, so all I'm saying, oh God, I, I, I've already given too much away, but I just want to say, don't tell people your secrets unless it's really tough to keep secrets yeah. is yeah. what I'm saying. And it's just like a per- the person who told me that I can't tell anybody with love, I say, hey, go fuck yourself. You've made my life a little complicated. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Will the person who's making you keep the secret eventually tell the other people, do you think? I don't think they'll have a choice, but yes, it's just annoying because the people who they haven't told are visiting. They're in our midst. I'm seeing them. So it's going to become complicated. Yeah. And awkward. Yeah. I- just want to say, I hope that the medical secret is that this person's going to get huge tits. Yes. Because then that reveals it's going to be really fun. But on their you back. You said, yes, because you said 
they're not going to be able to keep it. Like it's going to become apparent. It's so gonna, I think it's breasts. It's you not shit. breasts, but it's the kind of medical secret that's pretty big that you can't keep it. It's not keepable once it happens. Is it mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not plastic surgery, oh. but it's just the kind of thing where it's like, really, you're going to put uh, what is it called? Uh, the something policy, a gag order on who can know. And it's, I don't like it. It makes me feel weird to be the keeper of a secret that I never wanted in the first place. It's a burden. Yeah, it's a burden. Now I have a guess, but I'm not going to say it on air. But you can't tell us off air. I can. I can tell you off air. Oh, good. I've never wanted a show to end so fast. If you tell me a (laughs) secret, there's an, uh, I feel like there's always an unspoken understanding that, yes, I will keep that secret, but keeping that secret means telling certain people in their life. This is the problem with secrets. Yeah. And I'm not saying like we're only as sick as our secrets or like like any of those uh, common like things we know about secrets. I'm just saying no one actually keeps a secret. Secrets are meant to be told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're meant to be shared. They're meant it's to be true. shared far and wide. And it's a hard thing to put on somebody. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm keeping two active secrets right now. One, you'll never, I'll not, I won't even tell you the one off air because like nobody can know that one. Mm. But the second one, the one, the hey, go fuck yourself one. I mean, you'll, you'll be, I don't know, might, might be anticlimactic, but it's annoying. It's an annoying secret to keep. Is it like someone has an ingrown toenail? No. Oh, it's bigger than that. It's a little bigger than that. Bigger than an ingrown toenail, smaller than cancer. Yes. Okay. Daniel, yes. do you have a hey, go fuck yourself? I do. The letter K. <laughs> oh. Can go fuck itself. Ooh. Do uh, tell. Well, it, like, <laughs> it's just like a very like miserable sound to have to make, especially in the morning. It's it, you can't say you say it without spitting a little. It's gross. I can hear what's in your mouth and in your throat when you say it. Oh. It's it's. And there are people who insist, like, you have to have all these K's in a name. You have to start with K's. And it's like, I won't say your fucking name if it has a K in it from now on. That's Is this because of your long work call this morning? No, I just was thinking about K the other morning. And I was thinking, fuck it. Fuck this sound. I hate it. Mm. Do they uh, ever tell you, Wendy, to use hard K's in jokes? Did they ever tell you that? I don't know who. No one can tell me nothing. Right. Robin. They were just like, oh, if you pitch. I just remember pitching something that had a hard K in it. And they're like, hard K. It's funny. It's Put supposed it in. to be the funniest letter. Yeah. Well, well Daniel out wants of my, it out, completely out, out of, of his my, alphabet. Yeah. That's right. So. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Right. I think I forgot to give Robin an opportunity to play. Did we play it for Robins? No, you did. Yeah. yeah. Did. Oh, we did. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. I'm just not all here. Daniel. Quick question, and then we are saying goodbye. Last week, you revealed that you're in the early stages of developing a new the quants method for removing pants. Because uh, what happened was, (laughs) I had invented a new way of of removing pants, which was thrilling. Quants, because as I said, I've just turned fifty, and at fifty, you've seen it all, and I've seen every (laughs) way one can take their pants off. And recently, my preferred way has been failing me, which is the toe pinching the bottom of the hem of the pant and the sock at the same time. And it's just like I can do it reliably with one foot, not as reliably with the other. I've been pretty bummed about that. And then the one morning, I just I, I did a new way of taking pants off. And it was like. 
it's like a, a newborn child. Like everything is possible. New things are, are going to come to me in the second half, hopefully, of my life. But I didn't record the movement as I was doing it in my mind. I only realized it after. So there's a process of trying to rediscover the movement. It's not ready to be unveiled as an official quants so, method. So you thing. haven't done it since. I, I have I've failed several times in <laughs> creating <laughs> this move. It was quite a move. I mean, it was real like it was like a grab the sock and the hem sort of whop, whop. you could just take them both off at the same time. Very fast, extremely efficient. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Why are we taking your pants off in the morning? <laughs> I, I wondered this too. You think I was getting in the shower after uh, taking the boys to school. Okay. Likely story. <laughs> I've decided also to reverse the up, process. Take my clothes off. Little walk around the neighborhood. <laughs> go to jail. I, come home. That's the Quants method. Listen, I work from home now. I only get dressed, take the kids to school, and I'm in Mondays the rest of the day. That is not true. Daniel is a like, he does not have comfortable pants. He only has jeans. Jeans are his comfortable pants. Uh-oh. The you entire pandemic was very surprising to me. Because, like, I did not get dressed ever, and you never got undressed, huh. except for sleeping. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I have have been undressed. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, it's hard to get into the work state yeah. of mind if I'm just, like, rolling right out of bed and going right mm-hmm. to the, I have to have a sense of, like, there being a transition. And uh, anyway, so thanks for bringing that up. No, but I'm just saying, like, at night, right before bed, you're still wearing your jeans. That's when I'm wearing my robe. All the way up until the moment of bed, I'm wearing my jeans. <laughs> then That's you a- just cut them off down the front. <laughs> yeah. Let them fall to the side. That's, That's, great. Great. That's such there. a good method. That's a great method. In the method. morning, you've got to get a fresh pair. Yeah. But you never really took them off. Just using scissors to take yeah. my pants off. <laughs> cut down the middle and then down each leg. I promise. So yes. hold open yes. and then you just drift off. But that you butterflied your pants. Quite brilliant. They've probably cut like rich, drunk people out there. Like there's yeah. been a Oh, there's yeah. been like a butler with the scissors like <laughs> flapping them open and yeah. be like, he got like a little baby. It's cutter. like how those onesies for yeah. little babies yes. have the buttons all the way yes. up the leg yeah. into That's the crotch. You, we need onesie jeans. Yeah. There were those jeans that girls would wear when I was in high school <clears throat> that had the zipper that went from the front all the way around. Oh, yeah. The they the brought back. those back. Ooh, what was the, what's the point of that? To be allure, an alluring zipper? For sex. It's for okay. sex. <laughs> right? Sex zipper. Just zip it's all the way around zipper. and then have sex <laughs> with two long denim. And that nothing feels better it. than a zipper rubbing yeah, up against you. Yeah, it's a zipper right there on the side. <laughs> just, just rubbing you raw. Everybody's fucking sick by the end of that encounter, yeah. but you got it right away. You Listen. got it faster than you thought you could. It's like a terrible zipper. idea. Yeah. Yeah. And when, then you got to zip it back up and like you just, it's over and everyone feels bad. And yeah. You got to zip yourself back in. But where's, where are the underwear? Maybe you don't wear them. Yeah. Okay. And then that means that zipper's rubbing Ew. all day. I got to say, when the girls, they actually started wearing that when I was in junior high, and I was a little bit of a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. And uh, my Not my done. sweet, innocent eyes, I was just like, what? Like, it was just all Wait, of this, junior like, girls, high girls? Like, ready for sex or something. I was like, I just want to watch TV, play video games. I didn't Collect know Smurfs. this was junior high. No, me neither. Oh, man. My junior high was wild. <laughs> Sounds Kids were like, like doing it. acid and like Whoa. it was crazy. Yeah. 
On that note, <laughs> I'd like to thank everyone for joining us. This has been delightful. If you have enjoyed this show, or even if not, make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a nice comment wherever you're listening. I would recommend Apple Podcasts. But I, can you do comments on Spotify? Probably. I mean, reviews and stars. Click all the stars, please. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. The Allison Rosen on TikTok. Uh, Robin, where might we find you? Just on Instagram at Robin Short, R-O-B-I-N-S-H-O-R-R. I'll try and be funny on it. I'll try. I'll try. Wendy? Um, I think I have a public Instagram that's at Great North Wendy, maybe. That yeah. sounds right. And then I'm on Blue Sky. Is that Wendy Molino now? Yeah. Yeah. And um, then uh, please watch The Great North on Hulu. We would love it. We don't have new episodes this fall. We'll be back in January, I think. And Bob's just had its season premiere uh, Sunday night. So new season of Bob's is out. Watch that. And I have the podcast. These are those tapes with David Huntsberger. And Allison will be on the new season when it starts soon. Yes. And Daniel? I'm on Instagram, Daniel Quants, and Blue Sky, yeah, and Threads. Dequants on Snappy, cool as fuck. I know, I haven't been on Snappy in a while. No, me neither, and Jeff. I got thrown off social media for telling the truth about Tylenol. (laughs) Oh, no. Tell us off air. I'll tell you now. We might have to cut this out. When used as directed, it's safe and effective. What? That's what Big Pharma doesn't want you to know. What? Oh my Controversial. Hey, but hey. I do have exciting news. I have another restaurant opening this weekend at the end of the El Segundo Pier. You know, there's like farm to table uh-huh. restaurants and then there's like ocean to table. Well, we have a new restaurant called Dirtfish and it's <laughs> farm to ocean. So we have locally sourced food that we get from Oxnard Great. and we bring it down. It's all organic. Yeah. You order it. And then we just chuck it out the window to the ocean because we're on the end of the pier. Congrats. I wish you the best. It's a rough industry. Hope to see you guys all at the opening. (laughs) Friday. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 